So it's uh, week 18, Barclays Premier League, and just before I get started on a roundup of the match of the round, uh, Manchester City versus Leicester, just a few words. Uh, received the very sad news uh, yesterday of the death of Martin Peters, uh, age 76. And uh, now, for many of us, Martin Peters is remembered as one of the 11 heroes that brought the World Cup back to uh, England in 1966. He was one of a trio from West Ham United, Bobby Moore, uh, Jeff Hurst and Peters, who are etched in uh, legend, really, in the English game. And he spent uh, a large part of his career um, playing for West Ham, but also a long spell with Spurs, and he had a very successful career with them before finishing it off at Norwich. His coaching career wasn't uh, anything to be, get uh, uh, worked up about, however. But anyway, very sad news. Uh, the death of Martin Peters, who scored that second goal in the World Cup final in 1966, when England went on to beat Germany by four goals to two. West Germany. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. So to the Etihad then. And it's uh, Manchester City who are third, at home to Leicester, who are second. Uh, Leicester, four points ahead of City, uh, so City really needs to win. Um, Rogers put Iniacho back on the bench. Uh, he'd, he'd started the last couple of games alongside Ra Vardy, but it reflected perhaps a more conservative uh, view of the match from uh, Rogers. Uh, for City, Aguero was on the bench, but Marius was in for Foden, and so an attacking side for City. Uh, and it was Marius uh, who was quickly out of the blocks and set up De Bruyne, who clipped the post. Um, shortly after, he was at it again. This time, Jesus was the recipient, but Schmeichel uh, did enough uh, to push the effort wide. And uh, then uh, we had a rare break for Leicester, Vivardi, but his cross failed to find a colleague. 22nd minute then, uh, and Leicester, who'd really been on the back foot throughout, a break saw Barnes uh, rush forward, and he managed to uh, deliver a neat pass to Vardy, who was a step too quick for the defence, and the onrushing Edison was uh, a mere uh, uh, passenger, really, uh, a spectator, as Vardy chipped it over him uh, and it hit the net and it was 1-0 to the Foxes. Um, that was uh, all that we could say, really, about Leicester, because from then on it was a walk city. Uh, although Vardy could have had a second just uh, minutes later, but it, this time his, his effort went over. But after that, um, it became a question of uh, City, how long would it take for them to get back into this match? And not long, really, eight minutes, in fact. Third, on 30 minutes, Maris came coming in from the right flank, as he does so often, uh, got his shot away. It manages to uh, hit Soyutsu and deflected past Michael, and that was 1-1. One, one. 
getting close to the half-time break now, and Steve, uh, Sterling was uh, uh, clipped by Ricardo in the box, cleared penalty, uh, Gundogan stepped up, and that was 2-1 City at the break. Uh, uh, just about on the break, uh, Madison had an effort, uh, but it was uh, poured away by Edison. So half-time, 2-1 for Manchester City. Uh, into the second half then, and panic stations in early on for Leicester's defence. But uh, a whistle from the referee uh, eased their uh, anxiety and calmed things down. Uh, Mares had a great shot that was battered away by Schmeichel. But once again, it was really total domination from the uh, blue machine. And on 69 minutes, Jesus at the far post steered home a great cross by De Bruyne. Who else? After another scintillating move. And that put uh, City 3-1 up. And uh, they didn't look back after that. Uh, Leicester, uh, good lesson today, I think, for Rodgers' men. Uh, Man City, far too good. And they won this game by three goals to one. To St James's Park in Newcastle, home to Crystal Palace. These two uh, sides had the uh, privilege of having the statistic of the fewest shots uh, on target this season. So we weren't expecting a rip-roaring game. But they're both comfortably in mid-table at the moment. Shelby was back. Um, he's actually been, been quite prolific. Three goals in three. Van Arnhoek was back for uh, Palace. He'd had a hamstring problem. Kuwati was in the centre of defence. Uh, an early chance for uh, the Magpies. But Hayden, who made a nice run, managed to get the ball uh, from uh, 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 Almiron. But uh, he slipped at the crucial chance and the chance was gone. All eyes were on Almiron and uh, he created his own chance. Uh, but his shot was pretty tame and easily held by Guaita. Benteke also uh, still striving for that goal. Well, he had a header, but it was pretty woeful. And uh, then a speculative shot from Shelby, from just uh, inside the Palace half, uh, went just over, but it woke us up a little bit. And then Benteke put Zahar through, but his shot was smothered by uh, Dubrovka. Uh, and that was about it. Uh, uh, Mihalovic had a free kick which went just wide, uh, but it was uh, goalless at the break. Uh, into the second half, then Van Aalhout put Mahafa uh, 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 through uh, his paces, uh, and the keeper, uh, 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 the, the effort was blocked uh, over the top. Uh, the effort from Mahalva, that is. Um, Benteke actually tested uh, the keeper, Dubrovka, uh, who managed to palm uh, the, the, the ball behind. And then uh, on 83 minutes we had a pure uh, piece of brilliance to break the deadlock. Uh, across from the left uh, and uh, Andy Cowell rose uh, high above the defender. Uh, and flicked the ball back to Almiron, who was uh, around the penalty spots, and he swivelled and hit the ball on the volley, and it hit the net, 
and uh, the relief was contagious around St James's Park. This guy uh, hasn't scored a goal in 27 games, and this was his first for the club, and he raced to the touchline and jumped into a fan's arm with pure joy and exhilaration, and he was surrounded by his colleagues. Uh, he put the Magpies ahead, and they held on, uh, to that lead and won the game by a single goal to nil. This boy from Paraguay is a great player and hopefully this is now the top, uh, he's lit the touch paper and he's going to move on to bigger and better things. He is a class act. So final score then at uh, St James's Park was Newcastle 1, Crystal Palace. So to Carrow Road then, Norwich at home to Wolves. Uh, Godfrey was back for the Canaries. Look, Wolves were unchanged, um, and uh, an early chance for McQueen, uh, but Patricio managed to get a finger uh, and push it just wide. Uh, but Norwich were on the front foot, and Teddy had an effort uh, from distance that hit a post. And uh, when we saw the replay, uh, Patricio again managed to tip the ball round uh, onto the post. But he couldn't do much about uh, Cantwell's effort on 17 minutes. Neat move created some space and a, a, a really strong uh, uh, shot and it was in the corner and 1-0 to the Canaries. They should have doubled their lead a little later. Pookie was put through but his effort uh, uh, trickled wide and in added time uh, Wolves did get uh, uh, their first effort but Triori's crotch deflects uh, into uh, the arms of Krull. So, 1-0 to the Canaries at the break. Second half was a different matter entirely. Uh, uh, early opportunity for Wolves. Uh, Neves free kick. But the off offside flag uh, came to the rescue, thwarting Wolves. Uh, Gwendia then had an effort from Rage, which went in inches over. But Traore was becoming more and more influential in the game. And eventually he fed Humane is on the right. And the shot deflected over uh, from uh, uh, and from the ensuing corner, uh, Saiz managed to get his head to it and it went past uh, Kroll and so Wolves had levelled it. A few minutes le later they went one better. Jimenez pouncing uh, uh, and poaching as he does so well uh, and put it into the roof of the net. Uh, that was after Krull had stopped a, an effort from Doherty. Uh, so Wolves in front, 2-1. Pookie had a late chance to level things, uh, but his effort was saved comfortably by Patricio. Wolves ending the match then on a high, winning 2-1. Uh, Farker uh, was... Pragmatic, I suppose, uh, in interview. To be frank, Norwich should have been out of sight at the uh, half-time break, but they didn't take their chances and they paid a heavy price. Yet another defeat for them. And so the final score at Carroll Road then was uh, Norwich 1, Wolves 2. So to uh, Villa Park then. Aston Villa against Southampton. Goal difference was all that separated these two at the bottom. Uh, the loser was guaranteed a place in the bottom three at Christmas. Not a particularly appealing prospect. 
Uh, eyes were on Grealish and Ings. They were the two respective hotshots in either side who were getting the goals at the moment. An early uh, setback for Villa, however, when McGinn, uh, an innocuous challenge, forced him off with an injury. He limped off. Uh, El Ghazi had an effort that was saved by McCarthy on 14 minutes. And uh, Ings had a half chance before, on 21 minutes, he was given a second opportunity. And he latched on to a heat and save following a drive by Bertrand. And he nipped in uh, to slot it away. And that was 1-0 Southampton. Ten minutes later, and Stevens got his head to a corner from Ward Prowse. And it... Uh, gave Heaton, Heaton no chance and the Saints had doubled their lead 2-0 and that, that was the state of things at their break uh, on 51 minutes a dreadful uh, defensive error by Aston Villa and uh, it resulted in yet another opportunity for Ings and he jumped on it and that was 3-0 to the visitors in absolute uh, uh, nirvana were Southampton at this stage. Uh, and anyway, uh, uh, Villa did respond, but uh, they got a goal back on 75 minutes, a cute goal from Grealish, who was in, on the edge of the box, and with a sort of neat, soft volley, managed to find the corner uh, of the goal, and so they reduced it to 3-1. Um, there was an opportunity uh, for Hoiberg uh, to extend uh, Saints' lead after Ings' effort had been saved by Eaton, but he blew the chance. And a final late chance for Grealish, uh, which pushed away. But to be perfectly frank, Villa deserved it, uh, exactly what they got, nothing. Uh, Southampton and Hossenhutl had uh, deservedly took this game uh, and won it by three goals to one. So to the Amex then. And Brighton at home to high-flying Sheffield United. The Bl Blades, one loss in the last ten matches. What an incredible performance from the Blades. And uh, Stevens was back for Brighton. Mousset on the bench for Sheffield United. McBurney in from the start. Fleck was suspended. Uh, early action. A Blades corner caused havoc for Ryan and he completely missed it and Egan was on hand to connect and in it went. Unfortunately, uh, VAR uh, uh, had seen uh, an infringement, uh, a, a handball, so it was disallowed. A little later, Brighton had the ball in the net, but it was deemed offside, so remained goalless. Uh, but then on, on uh, 23 minutes, uh, a big woof, woof downfield, uh, got Brighton's uh, back four in a real state. McBurney, muscling his way through, uh, managed to get to the ball. Uh, Dunk was uh, stepped aside uh, easily, and McBurney's shot hit the net uh, in off a post, and it was 1-0 to Sheffield United. Remained that way till uh, the half-time break. Into the second half, and uh, once again, Sheffield United getting the better of things, really. McGoldrick, uh, he, he had a couple of chances, uh, uh, some of which the keeper responded, 
uh, and, and another, he hit the side netting. And from a Norwood free kick, a header uh, was spilled by Ryan, but again, uh, the tapping was ruled out for offside. So still 1-0, Brighton still in the game, rather surprisingly. And on 85 minutes, McGoldrick again, arriving at the uh, 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 pace, managed to chip it over. And uh, so one could actually say he could have had a hat-trick, uh, but at least he was getting in into the uh, areas where he was dangerous. Uh, so anyway, uh, there was a late yellow card for Basune, uh, but at full time, um, Sheffield United had won this game and continued their great run, now only one loss in 11. They won the game by a single goal, so final score, Brighton nil, Sheffield United won. So to the Vitality Stadium then, Bournemouth against Burnley. This is possibly going to be the shortest uh, summary of any match that I've done since I've been doing this. Uh, both managers were celebrating their seventh year in charge of their respective clubs. And of course, uh, Eddie Howe went from Burnley to Bournemouth in his second stint. Um, that's about the extent of the comment on the first half, which was absolutely atrocious. The second half wasn't much better. Uh, Bournemouth had the better of it, but uh, it wasn't good enough because a minute from time, Rodriguez managed to get a head, shoulder, some part of his body to a great cross from the left, and it uh, went in, in the goal, and uh, Burnley had snatched a, a victory. Uh, by a single goal. Uh, five shots in total from both sides. Dreadful game. Final score, Bournemouth nil, Burnley 1. Well, first match of this uh, week 18 was at Goodison Park. Um, we were treated to the opportunity of viewing the two new managers who were sitting in the stands. Angelotti being confirmed as the new uh, manager of Everton, well, well that's a, a, a tremendous appointment, I think, for the Toffees. Angelotti's CV is par excellence. He's won uh, in Germany, in Italy, in uh, England, of course, and uh, he's also won uh, Champions League, so you can't get better than that. Uh, Arsenal had Mikel Arteta, who's been number two to Guardiola for quite a while, and of course he's an ex-Arsenal player. Um, but I, I don't think either of them would have been too impressed with what they saw. Uh, it was a pretty poor match, all in all. Very few chances created. Um, the uh, defences weren't exactly uh, fantastic either. There was a lot of dreadful errors. And uh, well, basically, uh, it ended up as a goalless draw. Uh, no surprises in that. Uh, the Everton faithful got really cheesed off with it towards the end, and I'm not surprised. A real, uh, really showing up both uh, teams' lacklust uh, performances this season, and one hopes that uh, the highlight shouldn't be uh, a Gordon, Jordan Pitford save. That was one um, piece of brilliance in the match when he denied Aubameyang. So final score then. Uh, uh, a pretty miserable uh, Goodison Park was Everton nil, Arsenal nil.